All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another week of Talks. That's T-A-W-K-S, the official podcast of the AlleyCatWay.com. I am your host, Daka, and to my immediate left, I have my amazing co-host. What's going on, buddy? What's happening, everybody? What's up, Daryl? How you feeling? I'm great. That's Tori and y'all. And yes. joining us in the studio again today Drum is our roll. guest from last week. <laughs> Tell us about who you are, baby. Hello, everybody. My name is Beyonce. Ooh. Oh. I wish I could do a Beyonce voice. <laughs> that would have been dope. Like, that would have been. Oh, my God. He got Beyonce. <laughs> Hello, everyone. It's Niall Tabron, a.k.a. Sunflower Shakur, you know, Tupac's late wife. Wait, does that mean I'm dead? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, oh, yeah Tupac's widow. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> Tupac's widow. His widow, y'all. Like we see I'm alive. Girls. I'm thriving. I'm light, but I ain't that light. <laughs> <laughs> this is great to have you back thank you for joining us again yes. thank you for having me all and the time all the time all yes all you heard time. it all the time because <laughs> Nayo is what she is our newest co-host so literally yeah, it'll be boy. the three of us from now on so uh -huh. Daka Torian and Naya. I'm coming for you Angelique like I'm coming for you Nadeska I'm coming Ooh. for you What's that lady that made LeVar Ball come and go like left hand? Oh, I'm coming I for you, what lady. Her name is. Whatever <laughs> okay. your name is, Mary, I think her name is. Mary. Let's go hit list. I'm coming for you, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> so this is gonna be the format for now on. So you'll hear us three beautiful, lovely, amazing, sexy, sexy, sexy people on the radio sexy. from now on. Might get a little ASMR in here. <laughs> Doing a little mukbang video. <laughs> Came in Kelly. Oh, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> Today's episode is the post-Pride episode. Come on. So it's July now, right? We just had a whole month of gayness <laughs> yes. in June. Worldwide. Lovely, beautiful, lovely. But now what? Now what? That is very true. You know? Um, it's great that there is now a dedicated time that the world stops for the Rainbow Coalition. But also... There's a lot that goes into that. What do we do after that time? Because it's so funny. I saw all the memes on Twitter of like, oh, these are what brands are going to do after after June, <laughs> after June 30th. It's like just whitewashing walls, <laughs> taking yes. all the rainbows off of everything. And it's, it's that's kind true, of funny. though, because I've noticed like some still have like, you know, their profile picture, avatar, whatever mm -hmm. you want to call it, um, still has the rainbow in it on LinkedIn, other social, whatever. But I noticed, like, literally the next day, July 1st, a lot of them had switched right back mm -hmm. really quick. And I was like, well, dang, that was quick. I was like, this Would is cute, but... like, Was it on the timer? <laughs> Counting down. It was, it was a temporary profile picture, like, on Facebook. <laughs> like, let me I know. Mean, <laughs> that's usually how it is. Like, yeah. As soon as Thanksgiving's mm -hmm. over, it's Christmas. Because that's what I've been over. seeing all weekend, starting not even on the 1st. It was... Christmas in July and QVC uh, sending yeah. a whole bunch of stuff. And I'm like, can we, can we pause? No. Summer just started. They don't, <laughs> like, they don't care. They want you to start thinking about putting stuff on layaway now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, that's how it goes. But it's so interesting because, you know, we focus on, you know, Pride Month and we make this big spectacle, I should say, you know, during that month. But it seems, like we said, it just kind of goes out the window or we don't project it as much and it's like is that a good thing or a bad thing and a couple things definitely want to kind of hit on so the main thing this was the 50th um 
Yeah, it was. This mm-hmm. is the 50th anniversary of the Stonewall riots, which were like the thing that actually kicked off what we know as Pride today. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, if you don't, if y'all don't know what the Stonewall riots are, I encourage you all to Google it. Basically, it's the event that kind of allowed us to have Pride like we know it today. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people really started to demand that they be seen and respected as LGBTQIA yeah. plus individuals. But some would argue that what Pride has turned into today has gotten away from that original messaging. Mm. So if we think about Prides, you know, what's the first thing that kind of comes to your mind when you think about Pride? Like parties, right? Right. Just like parties and festivals mm-hmm. and the costume, the costuming, the, you know, the fun, the dancing, right? All of it, <laughs> all that. All I thought important. about that back in the day too. Yeah, I mean, it, it's that's the thing. It's never not been that, but there was also, I guess, some will argue like a more heightened sense of advocacy in its earlier mm-hmm. days versus now. Well, people feel like they're done advocating. What do we need to advocate for? We cannot. We can get married anywhere. Mm-hmm. So that's a good point. That's very true. I think now when you look at it, it's more as far as advocating. Mm -hmm. You have that more now with trans rights Mm -hmm. than we do with, I guess, LGBT or gay rights, right? Mm -hmm. Um, You see a lot of advocating for those who are trans now than we do for the gay and bisexual and being out and Mm -hmm. being married and having rights, per se. So I think with that, it goes hand in hand on what both of you guys are saying. There is that thing of, okay, well, we got to our part. We got ours done. We can get married anywhere we want. We can adopt kids, da, 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 have a family. Let's go party. But then you also have the other side that's inside that whole, mm-hmm. you know, LGBTQ plus that they're not up as the rest of them. And I think that that's something that sticks out to me when you mm-hmm. think of pride in the parties and the advocate part and the yeah. social part. Yeah. And I, and I I know specifically, I'll say that there's a big, from what I've seen projected, there's a big difference between black gay prides and just, I'll say, regular pride. So like more mm-hmm. the universal, like, you know, world pride was like the universal pride. But then, you know, there's always black gay pride as like a separate thing mm-hmm. for most cities or most places. And I'll say just talking about here in Charlotte, I noticed that there is that advocacy part. Like I went and did, you know, my research, make sure, you know, I wasn't missing things, but there is definitely, you know, programs and forums and community advocacy things going on. But the main draw is still kind of like this, the festivity part of it all. And there's nothing wrong with that. Cause I mean, there should be celebration, but it's kind of like, that's all that people really just kind of think of, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Like, is there balance? Is there a balance? That's, yeah. I think it's kind of what I'm getting at. And I think um, also to your point about the difference and disparity between um, like trans rights and just overall LGBT rights. Well, I guess the T's for trans, but you know, gay rights versus just trans rights, there's still like that huge disparity. So there is like more of a push towards that now. Mm -hmm. And to me, that brings up something interesting of, do you feel like there's this kind of like us versus them mentality in the gay community um like okay we're just regular gay over here mm-hmm. but y'all are y'all are trans y'all have something else going on mm-hmm. it's kind of like yes we don't really yeah you think so definitely mm-hmm. um just how there's 
difference in the black community and colorism and stuff like that. Mm. Um, I don't want to put it all on them, but white people want us to separate ourselves. And if white people eradicated every single other race in this world, they'll figure out a way to separate their own damn selves. So it's just like there, there, there always has to be some type of hierarchy. There always has mm -hmm. to be some type of system, some type of way to identify, put you in a box, label you. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, that goes with what... Um, I can't remember the real names, but what Electra said to Blanca, I pass, you don't. My mm, problems yeah, yeah, aren't yeah. your problems. Your problems aren't my problems. Yeah. Pose and, reference for those that don't know. Great show. And um, so, you know, that's just how it is. They want you to separate yourselves and put you in a box because maybe if we do this, we can get these people to get down and disappear and then mm -hmm. we'll work on that next group. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely, it's definitely separation. Yeah, I agree. Um and even with, like, between just gays and trans, I think there's a separation between gays and bias, bias and trans, and mm, all the yeah. way around. Um, which, I, as I notice more that I, I see things, like, on social media, you do have that small group of people around that are trying to get away from the labels. Stop adding letters. Like, you mm -hmm. see people saying that, like, let's stop doing all the... Like we've added A and I, and then the plus is like. But okay. A and I is literally a physical chemical right. thing. Yeah, right. That exists, and they're like, you know, <laughs> yeah, if you we want to stop it. adding society to add us as a label or label us, when do we stop labeling ourselves? Because we just keep. Eventually, it's going right. to be the whole damn alphabet. Yeah, pretty much. And we talked about we talk about it all the time, and yeah. I always say all the letters, and I say it sarcastically because it's just like wow, there's yeah. so damn many. That's why we just add the plus because <laughs> yeah. there are so many. Like, and there's there is so it just grows and grows. And I think as far as going back to like when are we going to stop labeling ourselves? I don't think it's ever going to stop because that's just as us as humans, that's mm -hmm. what we need those systems. I mean, whether they're right, wrong or not, mm -hmm. we need to be able to find ways to categorize each other and understand what we're seeing and experiencing. So I don't think it's going to stop, but I think it's, I do think it's important, even if it may seem really extra, like mm -hmm. that people have, um, a way to, I guess, define like how they view themselves mm -hmm. or how they're experiencing life. And um, I don't see it going away anytime soon. Um, so yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see like what other letters we come up with <laughs> or what, you know, what gets added to the spectrum. Cause it is a spectrum, that's the thing. Sexuality and sexual identity, gender identity. It's all a spectrum. It's all a spectrum. Yeah, I had to explain that to somebody the other day. They was like, um, Pretty much there's only XXXY chromosome and that's not true. Mm. Chromosomes, you know, they, they think, I forgot what the little box is called, but you know, you do that little box yeah, in yeah, science yeah. class oh, the, um, and stuff. The, the chart, yeah. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, they, they think that's it. Yeah. And it's like, that's not it. It's just that our fucking papers will be so goddamn long <laughs> if we really <laughs> included the whole spectrum of how many different possibilities you can get. Those extra chromosomes do exist. Those extra chromosomes do scientifically change your body in a mm -hmm. way that actually matters. You can have extra genitals. You can mm -hmm. become autistic. Like, just yeah. so many things can happen if you have that extra chromosome. Yeah. And a lot of people can pass with their extra chromosome and they can decide or their parents decide and they go along with mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. And it's just like that exists. We can't just pretend like that exists. You can't just... The person I was talking to was trying to throw a Bible at it along oh, with science. <laughs> and it's just like you can't... 
do that. Like, yeah. you can't pretend like these things don't exist just because you do not understand them. Yeah. And it's not for you, even if you don't understand. I, I never understood people, and I don't know, maybe this is about to sound a little backwards, but I never understood people who don't understand things and just just uh, just be okay with themselves mm-hmm. for not, not understanding. Have, not understanding. Yeah. Not like, why knowledge. do you have to just eradicate something mm-hmm. that you don't understand it's like yeah. i don't want it to exist yeah. because mm-hmm. i don't i don't get it it's just like you you can go peacefully live your life yes right yeah and a lot of people don't think that way a lot of people think because i don't understand it it's problematic it's gotta mm-hmm. be wrong and yeah i gotta prove that it's wrong yeah and keep knocking and harping on it yeah until somebody hears me and starts to agree with me right when in actuality, if it, if you don't understand, it's okay not to understand something. There's a lot of things I don't understand. Yeah. So many things. You know? <laughs> and I'll be like, okay, either I'm going to research it mm-hmm. or I'm going to be like, okay, I researched it and I still don't understand, but I, 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 I get it that I don't understand. So I think something that we should talk about is something that's always been interesting to me with the whole push for trans inclusivity and um, visibility is the fact that I don't understand why people can't just mind their damn business pretty much. Like why are we really still in this business of trying to police what people can and cannot do with their bodies and how they present themselves? And why is that such an issue? With bathrooms, I agree. But with sporting stuff, I don't know where they fit. I don't agree. I have to see the science behind women and testosterone levels um, and all those other different things. Because you see those um, stories about um, trans women running for, like, you know, in track or mm-hmm. doing wrestling and stuff like that. And they, and they like, or boxing and they then whoop this yeah. bitch's ass or, <laughs> like, outran her and stuff. Yeah, and it's yeah. like... At that point, you go, is that fair? And that's why I say I have to see the science behind it. Because if scientifically y'all are pretty much at the same level and Mm -hmm. that's just a faster woman than you regardless, then Mm -hmm. okay. But if you do have that edge, because at one point your sexuality was different, Mm -hmm. then that's why I'm like, okay, I don't agree. Yeah, that that definitely is not fair. Yeah, I get that. I I think also... There needs to be, I think that just goes into, again, the inclusivity. And I guess someone might take this wrong, but I guess why not have, you know, a, instead, you know, you have the men's division, the women's division, the, the trans women's division, the trans men's division. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, someone could probably take that as trying to be segregationist in that way, yeah. but also it would give at least a fair platform right? in right. that regard, I would think. Because I think with that, you would have, Someone who is trans say, okay, I'm down with that. But then I think yeah. at the same time, you also have someone who is trans and be like, well, I want to be like everybody like, else. I'm, yeah, like I'm like, you know, I'm a, I'm a trans woman, but I'm a woman. Right. I'm right. a trans man, but I'm a man. And I, oh, something else interesting that I just really thought about is like when we talk about, um, when we talk about trans, it always seems to be in the context of trans women. Mm-hmm. Um you know, we know that the horrible statistics of trans women, you know, being murdered and killed at alarming rates and it's usually trans women of color, mm-hmm. but we don't see those type of statistics or those type of stories about trans men. And it's like, I don't want to say that it doesn't exist. I would hope that it wouldn't exist, but I'm sure they have their trans men have their own set of challenges. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I think if you don't have the money to get 
the best surgeries, it's a lot harder for a tran a man to transition into a woman mm-hmm. versus a woman transitioning into a man. Um because even when a woman looks like her father, there's still some effeminate features that, you know, are there mm-hmm. versus when um man kind of looks like his mother, it's just like, "Oh, you're you're a pretty little boy." Yeah. And yeah. um and men always have those features that are supposed to be like womanly features, long eyelashes, long nails, great eyebrows, what the fuck. But y'all get <laughs> y'all get them. It's whatever. And um it's nothing for y'all to grow your hair out. It, I'm sorry. I, say, I, I can't do that anymore. <laughs> my hair does a, not grow if out If you're anymore. a man that uh, is experiencing male pattern baldness, oh we goodness. stand with you. We do. And not to take it from the serious side of the situation, but also, <laughs> thank you, Niall, for bringing that back up. <laughs> we, definitely stand, we definitely Brief stand. break from here. But uh, getting back to the topic yeah, at no, hand. I'm just saying, it's, just, it's a lot easier, especially if you're a little girl with A-cup titties. Like, uh, yeah, I, it I, ain't I nothing for you. And you just recently showed showed me a trans man that I was like, you're fucking lying. Oh, yeah. Like, he yeah. looks so good. And I was just taken aback. Like, does he yeah. date women? Is, yeah, yeah. He oh, does he know? Does he know what I'm talking about? Oh, does no, no, women? no. I was just agreeing I was with like, you. He point. do? He do? <laughs> no, I don't know. Yeah, I was not confirming. <laughs> I, I would agree with, with you on that. It's specifically for... I'll take Pose, for example, the show. Mm-hmm. Um, what's interesting to me is that, you know, mo- the actors that are playing trans women... Are, are trans women in mm-hmm. real life, but I would most of them I think are actually post operative trans women. Yeah. But in the show, the only one that's post operative is Electra. Yeah. Like, and yeah. it's like a running thing where she's always like talking down to the other trans girls, like calling them, oh, you beast. Yes. You know, all this, <laughs> other, you know, all this other stuff. Yeah. Like, and you know, especially with Blanca, like they give her hell about not being able to um, pass as much as Angel, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, and it's just interesting watching that storyline, knowing that they are, from my knowledge, they're all you know post-operative trans women, but like having you know, to kind I, of step I, into that role. And I actually really appreciate them for having that as their cast, mm-hmm. actually having trans as their mm-hmm. actual yeah uh, actors, mm-hmm. yeah, um, instead of having somebody come in to try to portray that, right. Yeah. Um, but yes, they do give Blanca. They do give her so much hell. So hell. Um, so much hell. She looks so good recently she on does. that Pride Parade. Oh, oh she looked. Low. Oh, looked she looked really, like really goodness. good. And what pissed me off is Electra did not look as good as she does during I, the show. I didn't like her hair. And I was like, I why was. the hell are you so fucking fabulous during the show, <laughs> and then you came out to this parade looking like this? And about the hair, they made a good point. Um, in the show, they was being shady as fuck. But, like, I always thought this is... And I'm, I'm answering myself in my head right now. But the wigs, like, mm-hmm. I always think, like, I need you to have a better quality wig. <laughs> like, if you're going to do it, I need it to be better yeah. quality. Yeah. Like, if you don't have the money to do quality, then I'm going to just have... You need to be okay with yourself until you have the money to do quality. That's just my opinion. It might be a wrong opinion. But I just need... I need people to not uh, not talk. I don't want your wig distracting from what was was really being done that, here. That's in that's in life like, in general. Whether you're you know a trans woman, trans man, you know cisgender person, whatever. Like a bad wig is just a bad. You know wig. what? Yeah. You're right. It goes across the board because I have a associate who got her tits done and they look fucking amazing. 
And then I look at like these celebrities mm. where the the work is so her tits, you wouldn't even know. The work is so obvious on these celebrities and it's just, it, they look so crazy. And I just be sitting there thinking like, how come regular schmegular so-and-so mm -hmm. can get this work done and look great, but you have millions upon millions of dollars mm -hmm. and you look the fuck terrible. I just don't get it. It's like you said, it you, you got to come across the board with it. Otherwise, you're distracting from the reality of what you're trying to do. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. yeah. But I mean, yeah, I, I, I was going back to your original point. I, I would imagine, yeah, it's probably more, it might be more difficult if you are a man transitioning to a woman to not be clockable, mm -hmm. you know? And the thing is though, like that's not everyone's goal either. Right. That's not everyone's goal to true. be, you know, I want to be the prettiest woman, you know, mm -hmm. or I want to be the most, you know, masculine man. Like that's not, I don't think that's what it's really about at the end of it. I think it's more so about, you know, feeling, because yeah. a lot of people, they don't even want to go through the whole, the whole I was surgery. I say a lot yeah. of people don't even go through the full, the sex change part. Right. It's They'll just, take the hormones. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But they don't actually go through the operative part. Yeah. So I think it's just about for a trans person, um, feeling whole in whatever mm -hmm. way that works for them. I think that's the most important part. Um, but I would be interested to know, you know, are are we bringing trans men into this conversation and what kind of, you know, struggles do they have with this as well? Because um, they're, they're part of that community as well. I yeah. asked Daryl the other day, where does he believe um, people are on the total pole um, nowadays with the whole black people gay blacks trans mm -hmm. like where 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 do, where do people fall are white gays up there right under white women and then mm -hmm. you know or are white gays just as low you know they're and, you not know, as low they're so not like, as low at all i know yeah. but, no, but, yeah, yeah. but I, I mean that's which the viewers know right the listeners know. <laughs> that's a point, very though. good question though. yeah I, I think at the hierarchy of all if we have to do a hierarchy because you know that's what we as humans do if we have to do a hierarchy then whiteness is still yeah. in our in society it's gonna be at the top it doesn't matter if you're a, a white trans person or a white gay man if, especially if you're a, if you're a white man in general period what i was about <laughs> to call her katrina what is that woman's name what is Bruce's name? Caitlin. Oh, Caitlin. Caitlin. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, Caitlin gets magazine covers. Yeah. And everybody else gets death. And I will and I will say though that we there are select trans people that they choose to highlight. Mm -hmm. And it's good that most of those people in those platforms are strong advocates for everyone else. Yeah. Um, but they're like but there's still like a very specific type of trans person that i've noticed that we are highlighting in like hollywood and in the media um your amaya scotts mm -hmm. your janet mox your yeah. um laverne cox all these people are doing great work yeah Not, you know they're doing amazing things but they kind of that whole thing you wouldn't have necessarily it's gonna sound so bad like a a not as passable trend i haven't seen that you know what i mean that's very true I i'll agree with you on that yeah. Are you specifically talking about the last three? Because Caitlyn does not pass. No, I, I didn't even put Caitlyn okay. in that at yeah. all. I'm talking okay. about our black trans okay. people. That yeah. us as the black community, mm -hmm. as a whole, we're like, yeah, we rock with you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like those are the top three that I can think of. Um, 
I'm not gonna put B Scott in there because I don't think B Scott identifies as trans. He's I think he still identifies as a man, but just on more androgynous side of things. Gotcha. Um, but those are the the three that come to mind for me that I think of that we highlight in the media and like really pay attention to their like opinions, yeah. that type of thing. Yeah. Um, but that's that's interesting to think about. But as far as the totem pole, I still feel as though, like we said, whiteness is still at the top of that. Um, and then with within our black community, black, gay, and trans people are at the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> of that. You know, there's black men, black women, then black, gay, and trans people. Mm-hmm. Because black men and black women as a whole community, we're still not sold on the idea. Oh, no. You know. Um making but, strides, but not making strides, it's it's definitely yeah. getting better, but you know, it's gonna it's take not there. A lot yeah. more work, and that's and that raises the, the the main question of you know again now that Pride Month is over and you know we had all these people being allies and all this stuff what actually makes someone what would actually make someone a good ally and what does it take to actually be a good ally and continue that outside of just you know a Pride Month type of situation? I don't think I'm a good ally. I think I'm supportive, but I think mm. I'm an asshole. Like I do not let people walk their own pace. Like. Mm. You know this. <laughs> we, yo, yo. I don't know if you've heard the other story, but y'all will hear the other story about how I always try to force Daryl. Well, used to try to force Daryl out the closet, but it's just I'm not. I don't know. I'm very like we're going to handle this. If if you're my friend, if you're not my friend, I'll let you do you, and I'll just like yeah. throw shade at you behind your back. But if you're my friend, I'm definitely trying to yank you out that closet and I feel like that's not being a good ally because I should respect somebody's timeline and what they have to go through because even though I expected your parents to take it well because I just thought how dumb can you be if you don't know this dick is gay that's not my decision to (laughs) make I don't know that for a fact I didn't well I know that now but I did not know it for a fact Mm -hmm. then so like what if something happened what was I going to do was I prepared to let you live with me so that Mm -hmm. you had a support system I'm over here trying to pull you out and not thinking about all those consequences yeah and I feel like that is what being a good ally is it's just being there for somebody where they're at versus trying to and even as i know this i'm so not patient that people always say that's my counseling style it's just like i'm very direct with it Mm -hmm. i'm not patient it's just like we're going to need to realize that you sound dumb right now Mm -hmm. i know you want to pay me 150 dollars an hour but i refuse to take it because i don't want to sit here and listen to you not admit your shit i need you to admit your shit right now i get that so it's you know so for that my lack of patience i don't think i'm a great ally but i think I am an ally in the sense of I'm very supportive. Mm-hmm. I am here for it. I'm all about it. I want to know more. I want to learn more. I want you to tell me more. Mm-hmm. Um, so many different terminologies. I didn't know. It was just like, I, I, I like that. I like to be a part of the community. And yeah. Um, but I also was one of what you call like a fag hag. I used to be a fag hag. Is that what it's called? It is. Yeah. yeah. That's that's. I it. used to like. That's it. Why <laughs> think think of gay men as like accessories? Like I have to have a gay best friend, mm, yeah. and it's just like that. That wasn't good. Even as supportive as I was in the community, you're you're not accessories. Yeah. Y'all are people, and. But you know, you hear that you um, hear that a lot with black women. Mm-hmm. Um, at oh least my. in my experience mm-hmm. with black women, yeah, uh, you hear that a lot with. Oh my god! It'd be so awesome if I had a black gay friend. Yeah. Like. 
and you you kind of look and be like, okay, what what would it do for your life? <laughs> like, right. Did you like, make a guy? What, right. Did, did you make more money? Right. <laughs> like, that what, Gabri- what Gabriel, Gabriel Union quote. Yeah. Like exactly. that, that's what I would always when I would hear it, I would always just kind of be like, okay. TV why? makes you think like y'all become best friends, and that was like automatic shopping partner. Gotcha. You have you get that male advice without the guy trying to sleep with you. Um, you have somebody to drink wine with and get drunk and you can fall asleep and get dressed in front of this person and it's like no sexual nothing there and like it's everything you want out of a friendship. Like the only way you can have a male friend is unless he's gay. And that's yeah. not true. It's perceived but that's safety. What, yeah, that's what yeah. you see it as. Yeah, a perceived safety. Yeah. And 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 knowing you for as long as I've known you, I'm I have seen you grow from that. Like you said, the fact that you want to know but not just so you can like you know go to the ball and mm-hmm. like be there but like to really know what some I do want to I've ball. never actually been to a, <laughs> I mean I do want to go to the ball I, I've never oh, been I've actually never so been so to a ball so I came up so low. I I do I do I do <laughs> when we go to one we will take you but you know but but it's because we know that it's not going to be some type of I equate that type of allyship people that just want to just be in the mix just because it's cool and fun i equate that to the amount of like white people that love to go on these mission trips to you know mm, third world countries yeah. and like come back writing this and post oh i thought i was teaching them but they taught me yeah you know <laughs> that's what that equates to it's like it's like okay you want to be in the mix but mm-hmm. what do you and it may and it may even come from a place of good intention but like being able to take yourself out of it and realize that hey this is not this is someone's life. Right, this right. isn't just like something I can put on and take off whenever. Just like mm-hmm. how we would get upset with someone doing blackface or right, right, you know right. appropriating you know our cultural styles and stuff like that. It's the same thing. Like you know all the girls screaming like yes, hunty, da 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 da, mm-hmm. all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. That's all well and good. But like when it comes down to when it comes down to, do you really support those people right. that you are wanna- you there for me? We like, see that. Are, are you going to be there for that person? Are, are you, you there, there for me? Or mm-hmm. like through everything? Because there's a lot that you go through. A lot. And some people are not fortunate, like me and yourself, where our family, our parents were okay. Mm-hmm. Mine told me flat out, okay, I think this is going to make me more protective of you. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I get it, but you don't need to be. <laughs> like, right. But I get like, where I, you're coming yeah. from. Mm-hmm. Because although in the back of my head, I, I thought coming out was going to be this horrible thing yeah and i prepare myself at least as much as we think we prepare ourselves mm-hmm. for that like okay well if this happens you know i'm not living under the roof da, 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 da. right what am i gonna do what am i gonna do but at the same time i also thought it was gonna go very well and it went more way better than what i thought it was but now that everybody has that so then you do have people out there that are just out in the community on their own, they do end up having their friendships that, you know, they make their families yeah. after that. You know, their family yeah. end up not being blood. And at that time, that's when it's like, are you an ally to that person? Are you really here? Are you here to help them? And not to say, oh, I helped them and then throw it in their face in the back. Mm-hmm. Are you really helping them? I let them stay here, but you're not advertising. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you stay with me and da 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 And just really being there, no reciprocation, but true, honest love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the important part. And that's what everybody is looking for. And Mm -hmm. so that's why I go back to saying that I'm not a parent. I don't have any children. Mm -hmm. So I have never raised a child. So I don't understand the struggles that come with that. But in my mind, 
if your child, who you already know, the world is already stacked against them because of just inherently who they are as a person of color, specifically in this nation, if they come to you and tell you that they have this other part of them that they've been struggling with for so long, whether they are trans or even um, asexual, there's there's stigma around being asexual, yeah. which is so crazy to me. Um, if they have anything other than like, I'm a straight person and they're coming to you and telling you this, to me, it makes no sense at all for you to say, oh, well now I can't fuck with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Essentially, yeah. that that makes no sense to me. Like, Or the whole, oh, this is a phase oh. thing. Yeah. Even if it looks like a phase, like for yeah. example, me, I definitely told my mom I was bisexual when I was in high school mm-hmm. because I thought I was, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. really thought that, but it took a while for me to understand the difference between romantic sexual relationships sexually. I am attracted to women. Mm-hmm. I do want to have sex with women. Romantically, not there. Mm-hmm. I'm not there with women. I don't have the patience to be there with a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, just not where I'm at. I can't build. And maybe there might be a woman out there that makes me want to build that. But out of all the lesbian relationships I have tried, romantically, we just were not there. Yeah, and I don't think that means that I had a phase. I don't yeah, think that no. means, you know, I, I I know that, no, I'm not a lesbian. Um, I guess if we have to put bisexuality in terms, no, I'm not bisexual. Mm-hmm. Um, I do consider myself heterosexual, but that's because I see sexuality more about who you connect with romantically mm-hmm. and emotionally than I see it about who you're having sex with because people can have sex with anybody anybody. that's why Mm -hmm. i always tell um people if the dude's not getting fucked by a dude they just because he want a little anal play don't make him gay right like it's just it's not that it's not that simple and (laughs) that's what people fail to realize shit is not that simple sexuality is not that simple gender is not that simple there's fucking spectrums Mm -hmm. and we as a society as a world have picked very normalistic things, stuff that is part of the vast majority. And we say this is all there is because we don't care to Mm -hmm. mention all those other extra things. Because if you can pretty much fit in this box, we want you in this box. And so, you know, it's all about passing. That's, you know, it's always been about passing black people trying to pass. Everybody's always trying to pass. Yeah. To try and fit into that box. But yeah, but you know, they, I don't. I never like that whole. Is it's a phase thing. You'll yeah. get through this. And when am I getting through? It's not a cold. Yeah. Like <laughs> no, seriously. And, <laughs> and I have some friends that, are, yeah. that that. I'm sorry. No, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. Um, some friends that that still deal with that now with their families, and it's like, okay, well, they haven't come home with anybody of the opposite sex in unamount years. Mm-hmm. Nobody, I mean, there are some people who don't have, mm-hmm. you know, any feelings or have sex or whatever, but it's like, they got to be doing something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, they're not bringing them back home, whatever, da, da, da. But for you to go and say, are you done with that phase yet? Or what mm. black families like to do when, when they ask one, when I'm getting grandbabies mm-hmm. two, when are you bringing a girl home? And it always goes from, I bet not see no babies in my house too. When am I getting my grandbaby? Yeah, there's no in between. 
And I'll say, I'm, I'm glad that my mom has not started that. Like, I don't know if she's even that type of person, to be honest. Like, she hasn't started that with either myself or my sister. Like, well, first of all, they know what's up with me. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, they know. And we're getting grandbabies if I adopt or do surrogacy at some point in time mm-hmm. in my life. You know, but they're not pressing my sister. So when you're bringing a grandbaby home, they're yeah. like, girl, if you don't get this degree, and get, you know, and get <laughs> right. on somewhere. Like, it, it, yeah, that kind of stuff is like taxing it's so taxing that's what ends up driving even after you come out Mm -hmm. like that's what ends up can drive those relationships with your family completely left you know when this that constant you know like you said oh this is just the phase you done with that phase yeah Mm -hmm. it's like oh when Mm -hmm. you go like this pressure like yo let me live you know i would like to shift gears for just a small minute okay still on lgbt but um qi Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Because we, we are inclusive. But um, the fact that we've talked so much about, you know, representation in the media, the fact that Lil Nas X came out. Yeah. Now, I want to talk about that for a couple of reasons, because one, the way he did it. Mm-hmm. And I need two, to know this, because in my yeah. head, this man did not come out <laughs> at all. It was a, it's 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 so it was interesting how he did it, because I was just scrolling through Twitter and I saw I. I think I follow him. I fo- I do follow him. I do follow him. And he had posted like, oh, I need y'all to go check out my new mm-hmm. song and put like you know, the rainbow emoji behind it and all mm-hmm. this stuff. And I was That's like- That's all he did. It, that was it. And I, I, I listened to the song a couple times because the first time, because there was like a video that went with it, but it wasn't like a full video. It was like a looped yeah. like, gift that went with it. So gotcha. the gift didn't really give me anything. But I've listened to the song the first time and I was like, okay, I'm, I'm listening for content. Okay, now I'm listening for understanding the second yeah, time. Yeah. And I was like- Oh, so this was, it was kind of like, and once I watched the imagery that went with it, it was kind of like, I took from it, like him, like having this conversation with like family and like people that he cared about, like saying like, he didn't, he didn't say anything about like, I'm gay. It was more so like, let me live, like, Mm -hmm. let me, you know, live my life type of situation. And um, it's so interesting to see because like now you know, the hip hop community in general has always had a large issue with homophobia, misogyny, all mm-hmm. those type of things. And so now that we have- Even though Biggie said, mm-hmm. and I quote, mm-hmm. girl, you look so good, I wanna suck your daddy dick, but you know. <laughs> well, we just skip over things like that because it's in the machismo of it all. Like, oh, he's still talking, he's talking about that girl looks so bomb yeah. that she'll make him do, <clears throat> no, mm-hmm. no, hard pass. It's not smart to think that there was not some type of marketing that went behind it. Yeah. Even mm-hmm. though he was just making a statement, like he did it on the last day of Pride Month. He did it after he had already kind of established himself as an artist. I would venture say he would not have the success of Old Town Road and everything that he did if he, when he put out the song, he said, oh, by the way, I'm gay. Does he count as a hip hop artist? Does he want to count as a hip hop artist? He didn't come out, we're just go artist. Yeah. He didn't come out as a black gay artist. He no, came no. out as a black, man trying to fit into the country genre yep. with hip hop beats. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's who he wanted his foundation to be. And then he's like, oh by the way, and I'm gay. That's right. pretty much what Tyler the Creator did. Yeah. Like that's yeah. I'm this, Frank Ocean did. I'm this yeah. great, funny, amazing artist. And by the way, I like dick up my booty hole. <laughs> and it's just like it's just like the whisper yep. of the doll. This all right. is deep, small asterisk. You got to go to the bottom of the page to it's see. Like, by the way, <laughs> paragraph three, <laughs> subsection yeah, it's a C. Footnote. Yeah, <laughs> but I think that's I, I. I think it was smart the way he did it because it gave you a chance to focus on him as an artist yes. and not because you know. And it was people made a good point. You know, 
after he did it, you know, people started making the the memes and the mm-hmm. um the tweets talking about something. So that's what he meant by ride no. till I can't yeah. no more. That's not, what he, that's not what he meant. That's not what he so meant at all. People... I mean, Frank Ocean did mean that when he said he was on his knees praying. Yeah. But that is not what Little Nas meant when he said he was, <laughs> he was actually talking about horses. He was like, actually talking about horses. Yes. And, and he said that he's like, I was actually talking about horses, y'all. <laughs> and the fact that, like, the fact that, and a lot of people say, it's like, wow, the fact that y'all made this sexual after he came mm-hmm. out. I was right. Like, that, because yeah. beforehand, you didn't, you didn't think nobody about was it making all. jokes about it or anything. No right? one was making jokes about that at all. At all. I'm interested to see where his career goes from here. I don't think he's going to fall off or anything like that. Yeah. But I am interested to see, like, are they going to try and start putting him into the LGBT box now? Um, mm. As far as, like, oh, now you're a black gay artist. And um, these things are expected of you. Right. Now you have to pop up at Pride every now and then and Mm -hmm. do whatever. Like, that's something that we should think about later on. So that's something we're going to talk about on later episodes. So we will revisit that because we have some more things. But thank you for joining us for our post-Pride episode, guys. Definitely. Thank you. A lot of things to unpack, but we'll get there. So. The good thing is you guys get to talk to us now. So if you all have questions, comments, concerns, because we definitely want to hear from y'all. We don't want to just be talking about this stuff by ourselves. Talk to us. Hit us up on our email at talkspod at gmail.com. That's T-A-W-K-S-P-O-D at gmail.com. And visit us on all the social media sites at Talks Podcast. That's Talks Podcast on Instagram. Facebook and Twitter. We respond, we like, we follow, we tweet back, all those good things. And yeah, so everybody good, all hearts and minds clear for for now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Perfect. All right guys, well we will see y'all next time. So, until then, stay fashionable, my friends. Bye and everyone. Cool. Mm, and cool cuz cool. it's hot. <laughs> it's hot. Fashion, and hydrated. Fashionable cool and hydrated. Go. Drink there your water. Drink your water, mind your business. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Bye y'all.